Welcome to episode 101 of Shanley and Batman. We made it. We're one after 100, so we're done now, right, guys? <laughs> yep. This, this is our the last one before our breakup. Yep. <laughs> yep. We did it. So we're done. Kyle, Kyle started dating someone like John Lennon and Yoko Ono, and she's like breaking the band up. Yep. That's it. Story. <laughs> but no, we're here for 101, where we, we had all kinds of DC news that's uh, fresh, hot off the press, as you would say, back in the day. Now it's just on the internet. There's no presses involved. But uh, <laughs> yeah, so let's, I mean, let's jump right into it. Justin, what do you want to talk about first, man? So first, like there, there's a lot of stuff that we have to talk about tonight. So I'll give you like a little brief preview. Deathstroke movie news, Danny Elfman score, Justice League runtime controversy and marketing. So the first, first up is Zachary Levi has just been cast as Shazam. We finally have a Shazam in the DC universe. Um, so let me, let me throw this one to Kyle. What do you think? Are you happy? Kind of like, man, where are you at? I'm definitely interested in seeing how this plays out. I'm not familiar with his body of work much, but just basically off of going off the looks and what I've heard other people say, I think he may be a good fit for the role. Uh, I'm, I'm partially happy they didn't go for some big kind of muscular guy that to like rival the rock or anything like that. They're, they're just like, all right, he's the best fit for the role. Let's go with this. I'm like, okay, I'm ready to see how it plays out. He, he's already been, it's one of the trainers, uh, tweeted out that he has already been like working out every day for like four hours because a lot of people on the twitterverse were like he is so scrawny he's not jacked so he he's already been working out like yeah he's 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 like six foot four six foot five but he's i not- remember hugh jackman before x-men one yeah i remember <laughs> i remember he was jacked then so time um, I know you don't know anything about him, but he's a good-looking dude. Yeah, he is very handsome, that's for sure. Uh, I do know a little bit. Uh, I did see earlier what Screen Rant put on their website, and uh, it's a tweet from Boss Logic at Boss Logic, whatever Boss Logic is. I don't know. But it's a rendering. It's like a drawing of what he could look like as Shazam. Did you guys see it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We saw it. Boss Logic is just like he he's just one of those guys who can like draw and illustrate. He's a badass for sure. Yeah, he's like, like messy pandas. Okay, like, like yeah, I just I've never I didn't know, but yeah, but I, no disrespect to Boss Logic, his work's amazing. So but I mean that I mean if that's anything close to what he's gonna look like in the film, that's I mean he could I think he could pull it off. I'm not familiar with his acting, but it's not like they're gonna cast somebody that they don't think's gonna be able to do it. So, I the way everything's rolling lately with the DC stuff, and they're I think they know what they're doing right now. So let's do it. I'm ready to see The Rock as Black Adam and see see Mr. Levi here as Shazam, and let's see this movie. 
but Black Adam is not going to be in the first. He's not going to be in the first Shazam movie. I think the plan is to do Shazam as one movie, then Black Adam as its own movie, and then have them face off. Okay, well that makes sense because you get The Rock in his own feature film, and he's going to make a bunch of money because he's The Rock. And okay, we can then call it Shazam versus Black Adam. No, no, V Black Adam, Shazam V Black Dawn, Adam, Dawn of Magic. Yes. <laughs> All right, so that that's that. Uh, I'm just I'm happy. I was hoping like Marky Mark would do the role just because I kind of felt like he looked like what? it had stopped. No. <laughs> um, but let's let's jump on to other news. So we got some Deathstroke news, some Deathstroke movie news. Gareth Evans, the director of the Raid and the Raid Two. Um, he has been tapped to helm uh, a solo Deathstroke movie. Like Joe Maginello is obviously going to be starring in the film. Um, I was uh, really curious as what would happen with with Deathstroke because a lot of the stuff from Justice League like has been cut. Like there's been a lot of stuff that that's going to be lost with uh, the final version of Justice League. We all saw that like 10 second video that Ben Affleck tweeted out like many months ago of Deathstroke on like I think he was in I think he was in the bat or whatever it's called the what's the giant bat one that they have the bat plane thing that they have oh, I can't remember the flying fox <laughs> yeah there you go yeah. I think he was in the, I think he was in the flying fox it's been a long time since I've seen that footage but. Well, I was always curious, like, okay, what's going to happen with Joe Manganiello? Is he still going to be in the DCU? Is he going to, is he going to stop doing, you know, uh, these like trying to pursue these films? Because like we had no news, but it sounds like Gareth Evans uh, is in early talks. He obviously is going to be directing the film, um, and then Joe Manganiello. Like, I'm excited for it because if you have ever seen the raid, the the action sequences are pretty badass. Yeah. Um, they're pretty much like he, he's got an eye for the action. He's a pretty good storyteller too. Uh, so it's, it's interesting to kind of like see like the bat family kind of like now we have like Nightwing, Batgirl, uh, Titans is going to be something at some point. We get Destro coming out. We've got some city sirens. We have like that solo Joker movie. A lot of like the bat family is, you know, kind of filling up the DCU. Um, I'm excited for the Deathstroke movie, but I much rather would have seen a Man of Steel two sequel, and then get to these other films. I mean, we, you know, Henry Cavill's, he's not getting any younger. Why, why haven't we seen more of his Superman and solo films? I know Jeff Johns at some point is going to be doing like he let's like that's Superman's one of his huge like favorite characters, but. Justin, no, Ju Justin, he's dead. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, they killed Superman. He this year. died. When? <laughs> uh, is, there, is there like a memorial fund we can give to his family? Uh, yeah. Like, there was a funeral in a movie. Yeah. Sorry, I had to. <laughs> I know. I was thinking I the same thing. <laughs> stop! Stop looking at me like that, guys. Um. So, good thoughts. I really, really still, I don't care whom is in charge of the Deathstroke film. 
I just want to see Deathstroke in a film. I don't care if it's a solo film. I don't care if he shows up in a Batman film. That little, just that little bit of teaser we got off of Twitter so long ago. I mean, how long ago was it? It was August 29th, 2016 when that happened. It's been a while, so... I want to. I mean, it looked, just that little bit of leaked footage looked really, really cool, and he's a great character. And if if Gareth Evans does direct it, we could get a really good action movie. Like, who wouldn't want to see a John Wick esque Deathstroke movie? I was actually hoping they would get the director of John Wick one or John Wick two. That would be that would be a good film. But I mean, no, I, I would love to see that that style of film with with Deathstroke. That it, I mean, Deathstroke or Deadshot. I mean, one or the other deserves a film with that kind of style. So well, hopefully, we get something like that. Deadpool, Deadpool two. So right. So that's what's going on with that. Um, so let's get into something like this is going to be like the hottest topic of tonight's uh, episode is this. It was finally revealed what the runtime, like the official runtime of Justice League is going to be. Um, we heard rumors way back when it was going to be like two and a half hours, maybe three hours. The official runtime comes in about two hours and two minutes, something like that. I've seen like 1.59, but it looks like two hours and two minutes. And everyone on Twitter just like went crazy over it, like – Everyone like I I couldn't believe like this was a thing like I think I think I saw it trending at some point that Justice League run I'm just like what is going on? I mean people were like pretty pissed off and upset because the movie if it's two hours and two minutes that means it's automatically a terrible film because how can they tell how can they tell a story that involves all these characters and make it a Justice League film in two hours? I mean. How many how many great films do we know of that are that come in around two hours and two minutes? We have like the first Batman movie. I'm sure Batman Returns was two hours and two minutes. Like like Dunkirk was like an hour and like forty five minutes. That was an amazing film. I think John Wick isn't that like an hour and like forty minutes. Yeah, hour, 40, those are both pretty short movies. Like like. Everyone across the internet went apeshit over this runtime situation. And folks, I'm not trying to be like a douchebag about this, but a runtime, it does not matter how long a movie is, how short a movie is. What matters is, is the script good? Is the editing fine? Are the acting, uh, the actors acting the best of their ability? That's what makes a good film. It does not matter how, how long, I mean, these movies aren't the godfather. Like, they do not need to be, every one of them need to be three hours long, three hours and some change. Or the Lord of the Rings. What, I think, what, what's the final runtime of Return of the King? Like, four hours and, like, ten minutes? It's, 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 it's a long time. Hours, yeah. yeah. So, so like, this, there's something, like, everyone thinks that this movie is just going to be terrible because it comes in, like, a pretty brisk pace. But a lot of people, like, you, you have to understand, like, the... They want this film to be as good as possible. So we've they, obviously we've lost a lot of like the main strands 
of what was originally like dark scene's not going to be in it or dark side i don't know why i always saw dark scene dark side was cut we we keep hearing that alex luther has been cut we uh this a lot of the cyborg stuff's been cut down at the end of the day jeff johns john burr's studio want this movie to come in and do pretty much what wonder woman did wonder woman was what two hours and 15 minutes 221 so they want they want this film to be like that they so but, but think and, about it if you take wonder woman which was two hours and 21 minutes nobody's complaining about wonder woman except for james cameron and the only <laughs> complaint that anyone did have about wonder woman was there was like what one slow part like one maybe two slow parts so if you, you cut you those one or like two five minutes movie, right so, so if you yeah. cut those one or two slow parts you're there towards two hours right where justice league is gonna be at one hour and 59 minutes. I don't, I don't understand. I wasn't aware it was as much of a thing as it was until you started talking to me about it before we started the show. I, I don't get it. I, I'm with you here. I don't understand why it's a, why are we judging movie based off its runtime? Like, a movie that we haven't seen at all. Two minutes of trailers. They've done a great job of like in the trailers that Kyle hasn't seen. So we're not going to get into anything to do with the trailers because Kyle would be sad. And, but there's nothing in the trailers. That's like a dead give. We all have an idea of what this justice league movie is supposed to be about, but there's nothing in the trailer that was all like, here's major plot points revealed. So I, what an hour and 59 minutes. What, what, what does anybody have to be worried about? I mean, at the end of the day, like if the movie's good or bad, are they, are we really gonna are we really gonna look at the runtime no. as an issue? Oh my god, that, that movie would have been so much better if there was another forty five minutes. No, we would all like we would all look at like okay, here's the problem: the editing was was choppy, the story wasn't there, the script, the dialogue wasn't you know you know what it needed to be. The uh, Ezra Miller wasn't as good as the Flash, or like obviously I'm just using conjecture here. I'm just using these as examples. No one ever complains about. Man, that movie should have been. I think the one movie that I've seen in my life that I wanted to be longer was the first X Men movie. Nice. You remember that? Like the first X Men movie, it was a pretty fast movie. And you're like, well, that's it? That's that's the whole movie? They fight the the final battle sequence is in a gift shop on Ellis Island <laughs> or the Statue of Liberty. That's what happens. Look, yeah. Go watch that movie. It they is. fight the, the the major battle is in a gift shop. Statue of Liberty. So, so I'm just like we're not gonna sit back and you know remember Justice League if 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 the movie comes out and doesn't and it is critically bashed again it's not gonna be because of the runtime it's gonna be because you know Zack Snyder and Joss Whedon couldn't deliver the film they couldn't there were problems there were plot holes or this or that the runtime has nothing to do with it it never does so I mean everyone everyone everyone's big complaint of most movies is man that that could have been like what kyle and tom said cut the they could have cut like five or ten minutes out of wonder woman how many times do we hear that about a lot of movies these days well they could have been like five minutes cut out of that like interstellar uh, cut cut like seven minutes out of interstellar would have been amazing um but yeah like what do you guys think like i haven't heard anything from you kyle i'm interested in what you have to, what your thoughts on this i was actually kind of relieved when i saw the shorter runtime on it just because, like, as of late, I feel like I've been watching so many movies that 
just drag on and on and on. And they're not fully utilizing their, their length. They're, they're filling that length with a bunch of filler stuff that we don't need to see. So as long as Justice League is not cutting out like really important information, kind of like the way BVS did for the theatrical versions, like as long as everything in there is necessary and just kind of helps us get to the point, gets us on the, the road to the end game here, that I'm all for it. If, 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 okay, you bring up an interesting point. So the runtime view means nothing, right? Like it's just it's just kind of like a thing. No, like do you prefer? Do you it prefer, could have been ninety minutes, and I would have been like, "Cool, that's fun, that's perfectly fine." Um, when are, do you prefer shorter films, or do you like the longer films? I'll enjoy them equally, but mm-hmm. just for the record, I'm much more likely to want to rewatch a movie if it's shorter. As much as I love the extended edition of Lord of the Rings. How often am I going to sit there and be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to watch this four-hour movie right here, right now. Let's do it. <laughs> like It's just not going to happen that often. Um, two hours? I can squeeze two hours in a lot easier than four. Do you think that's a reason why they brought the film down to two hours? To, to, to get kind of more people in seats to kind of make that... that uh, Well, that, that's also another yeah. thing. They, they can get more tickets in in one day. But, again, as long as it's like you're not cutting out crucial information... For that shorter runtime, then it's fine as long as it's like, yeah, this was the original vision. This is what we or were originally shooting for. It's something along around this timeline, you know. Like I, I feel like at some point they're gonna, they like I keep I've heard rumors. People have been asking me, like sliding me DMs and, hey, have you heard that there's gonna be like an extended version of Justice League? I said, well, like we what we know of is they've cut a lot of the film down. Like they've they've lost whole story strands of like individual characters but they did that to to make the film as a whole better from what i what we've kind of been told and it just like i said like this the runtime means nothing if like they could literally have a 25 minute battle of justice league and steppenwolf like it's straight up like batman wonder woman aquaman flash cyborg fighting Seven Wolf for twenty five minutes, and they would have. I would have. They would have gotten my ten bucks or whatever it is now. What is it? Twelve bucks. I'd be happy with that. I don't need this. I don't need to be head over the head with um, a film that's trying to give me a message when it comes to Justice League. BBS on the other hand, yeah, sure. Like you had to give kind of like you had to like you had to respond to the events of Man of Steel with something like BBS. Like I wanted that Justice League. I wanted to be. I want to be entertained. I want this. Like, let's say that Justice League is flawed, okay? If, as long as the film's entertaining, as long as we have fun at the movies, it's a Justice League film, um, I feel like th- those flaws will be minimalized, if there are any. Like, I don't know. I We, we keep seeing and hearing on... Um, um, that'll be the next topic of discussion, is the, the these screenings, these secret screenings that they've had. And I guess Justin Kroll the other day, somebody... Somebody... Uh, a couple of people actually uh, sent me DMs and asked me, "Hey, do you do you do you know anything about these screenings that have been going on?" Justin Kroll said that only like it only it didn't they didn't go over very well. I well, wish. um, I remember a movie called The Godfather Part Two that had issues with the first screenings. 
and they went back and re-edited the film, and that movie won Academy Awards. So, screens, test screens are what the, they're they're meant to be. It's called a test screen. Well, here, here's what works. Here's what didn't work. Kind of a thing. So, does anyone want to throw in their two cents about this before we kind of like jump off to a different subject? Dude, right. I've heard of test screenings going really well, and then the movie comes out and is just not good. So it can go both ways, you know. Yeah, like there, how many test test screenings are and what they're it's a test to see how it plays in front of an audience. That's what it's there for. Like like Tom, when you play music, you have to like practice, right? And then you then you go and play in front of like people to see like hey, this is what works, this is what doesn't work. Like, it, it might sound good to you guys, but tell you play in front of a crowd of people, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's pretty much how it works. It, <laughs> it all works the same for the most part. You show screening and people like it or they don't. That doesn't mean the overall world is going to go off of your small, like, sample of screening people, so... I don't know what the big deal is about this. Like, yeah, I don't know if you guys cruise Reddit about this, but Reddit is like flooded with people just like, oh, I seen the screening and blah, blah, blah. And everybody's saying the opposite of each other. And it's just a mess. I don't understand why it always has to come out like this. I don't know why it has to be such a hard thing. We've Wait, got. Wonder Woman was kind of the same thing. Like I remember yeah. see, hearing like Wonder Woman's a mess. People people were saying that. It just let the movie come out. Let's all kind of like sit down, go to the movies, pay her twelve bucks, buy some popcorn, have a guy stand up in the middle of the most important scene, and then go from there. Right. Yeah. That's what happens <laughs> to us. Stand up in the most important. Oh god. Flashbacks. Ah. But. Yeah, why does it always have to come to this to this crap? It's just crap. Like, let's just we got how many days left? Like, like 19, 18, gonna, 19 days before Justice League. Yeah, let's just go watch it and stop arguing and making up stuff. And I mean, I get it. Everybody wants their fifteen minutes of fame on the interwebs for the day, but who cares? Let's just wait for it and have a good time. I. That's what I said on the Twitter the other day. It's like, I'm ex regardless if the movie's good or bad, I get to see my favorite heroes on the big screen for the first time. All of them. Ever. Yep. And those these characters have been around for 70-plus years, some of them. And this is the first time we get to see them all put together in one room in their little ridiculous costumes that were on the comic book pages when we were kids. And now we get to see it. And they look amazing, and I said it, I think I said it on the last podcast, like, this could be everybody dressed up in Justice League outfits, like, just doing armpit, armpit farts, and I'll go pay my $12 for it. So, whatever. I, I want to see it. Like I said, if, if Justice League comes out and it gets a 1% rating on Rotten Tomatoes, and they say it's the worst film of all time, I'm still going to see it regardless. Yep. Even if it even if it sits at 100 percent of Rotten Tomatoes, I want to see Ben Affleck as Batman. Henry Cavill might not be in the film. He's um, dead. He's dead. 
Um, I want to see Ray Fisher as Cyborg. I want to see Jason Momoa as Aquaman. I want to see Barry Allen, played by Ezra Miller. Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman. I get to see Alfred, you know, talked, you know, again. Jeremy Irons as Alfred. Like, that alone. Like, like that. I'm just excited for that. I'm just really happy for that. I'm, like... I'm, I feel like I'm 12 years old watching, you know, Justice League the Animated Series, and you hear that, you hear that, dun, 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 dun. you know, that, that, you could, like, everyone knows that, that opening. Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, for Justice League. I so, think that was I'm the just, most about the film that Kyle has heard yet. You're, like, scaring him. I see the look on his face. He's like, shut up, <laughs> shut up, shut up. <laughs> Hey, how um, how is that going, buddy? How is your blackout? I mean, tell people that don't that aren't aware what you're doing. It's really nice, cousin. <laughs> I just like come show up for the podcast, and I'm like, oh wait, all well, this stuff's been going on. I had no idea. I I never got to see any of it. <laughs> it's so refreshing not to have to deal with all this negativity all the time. Oh man, that's nice. I think that's what we were talking before the episode be, began to record it. We all, I said, it's like Joe Rogan's doing this like challenge. I think I'm going to do a challenge with kind of like Kyle did. I might do that for Aquaman. Just like kind of like go in fresh. Don't see any of the trailers. Don't look at any of the, like if a picture pops up on, you know, Twitter, I'll look at that. But like, tr- like footage of the film, like I won't read any of the reviews before. I'll just go in as fresh as I can be as unspoiled, as possible like i'm thinking about really doing that well if we're, if we're gonna do that we're gonna have to you're gonna have to like commit to that soon because i have a feeling i'm gonna get a text at like 3 30 in the morning my time and it's gonna be like tom I, I i was just having a terrible day and i couldn't do it and i just watched it all right i watched the trailer it was incredible and i watched Excellent. it so screw you guys whatever <laughs> we i mean we might get a just we might get an aquaman trailer with justice league Ooh, yeah. You might get tricked, yeah. Damn it. I like being tricked. Yeah, you like it. You're like, oh, yeah, I'll commit to this. And then I'll be like, well, sorry, guys. I wasn't going to close my eyes. So, yeah. All right, we'll see. We'll see. Okay, so I think we have one more little topic to talk about before. Um... All right, guys, get ready. All right, get ready for it. Two more times. Two, two. All right. Well, I'm okay. getting ready for both of them. So. Okay. So, okay. Danny Elfman, we all know, scoring Justice League, and some two tracks. Well, one track was released. The other one was kind of like leaked online the other day. And I'd say I'll say this about the the the, the score that whatever what I heard. The first song that I heard. Uh, Heroes or whatever it was, I was kind of underwhelmed with it. Honestly, I was like, "Yeah, I dig it. I just need, the, I just need like the context of it all. Um, I need a, you know, like, it's it's classic Danny Elfman, obviously." I was a, just a little underwhelmed with. It. I don't know what it was, um, but then the Friends and Foes sign popped up was leaked online, and I will say this: Holy fucking shit! <laughs> wait to see that part of the movie just based on the just based on what i heard and i kind of want to spoil it but it's up to you guys if you want me to no no spoilers nope okay but when holy shit take my money now take all of it i heard 
like a couple seconds of what I believe is the first one you described where you were underwhelmed. I was too underwhelmed, but I did not listen to the entire thing. Um, I don't think it's that important. I've said that, I said that in the past and I kind of thought about it today a little bit more. So on the podcast, I could stand my ground on the topic, but I, they, they, they took a really competent composer in Junkie XL, like somebody that trained to, I mean, he kind of trained to get the job, you know, and he was awarded the job based on his performance in the past and the things that he can do. And I understand that Danny Elfman scored the original Batmans and stuff. And that's, it's really cool. And his work is like monumental and historic and any, any Batman fan can probably hum that theme right now, that Danny Elfman Batman theme. And there's definitely an awesome place and there's, and there's no, there's no denying how great of a composer he is, but hearing what I heard in just that few seconds, I was like, man, like, was it really the right decision to take somebody that, that totally had lockdown on their job, you know, and like kick them off for a little bit of nostalgia? It's just kind of, I'm still like not fully on board with it. I, I get it. I get that. I get that Josh, Wheat, Josh Whedon and him have worked together and I get that they're all like, I just, I don't know. I, I still don't think it was the right decision. Well, as, as a musician, Tom, um, if something's not melding like within a band, what do you do? Do you, do you fire that person? Do you work with them? What do you do? Well, I mean, and, it always depends. I feel like we're at that point where, you know, from what, you know, I, I, I did a YouTube video talking about it. Like Junkie XL's plan for the Justice League score was kind of like a guitar riff that was going to play throughout. And we kind of hear that in that one song that I won't mention because Kyle's listening. Um, like that was going to be like, from what we've been told is that's going to be like the whole, that was going to be like the main threat throughout the entire, kind of like the Wonder Woman, like yeah. that. No, it was going to be kind of like that, but for whatever reason, Joss wanted a more. Um, I, I never know the right word. To it's describe like more it. a more classical oh, store to yeah. it, yeah. And that's and, that's where I'm saying. Oh, I'm sorry. Keep going, bud. And I think that at the end of the day, when it comes to, I, I love Junkie XL, Mad Max, you know, Fury Road score is one of my favorite. I listen to Brother in Arms probably three or four times a week. Um, I think that at the end of the day, if something isn't working right, I mean, it happened on King Kong. It's happened on, you know, Rogue One. You know, you know, Peter Jackson worked with Howard Shore for years on the Lord of the Rings films. For whatever reason, what, what Howard Shore was doing for King Kong wasn't molding and melding to this project. So he had to, you know, there were some creative differences and, you know, Peter Jackson brought on James Newton Howard and James Newton Howard knocked it out of the park. You know, there's that score is amazing. And I, I understand where you're coming from, Tom. I, like, do I want to hear a Danny Elfman 
you know, kind of like the classic Batman to Ben Affleck? Yes and no. Like, I kind of like Junkie XL. Like, or maybe he could have gone and done something totally different, you know, kind of re, you know, reestablish his do- Danny Elfman's dominance as a film composer. Because it's been a long time since we've had a really solid, you know, score from Danny Elfman. He's been doing a lot of smaller projects lately. Like, you um, he did like Tim Burton's Big Eyes. That was a smaller project. Uh, no, he hasn't been doing like the big budget films like he used to do. Like he used to get all the superhero films. I mean, Spider Man. You got to you got to remember too. Like everybody has their prime too. And like that that Batman stuff back in the day, he was totally on point, like in his prime. And I think this case, nostalgia is just taking over. That second track, man, I'm telling you, like, that right there sold me. I was pretty underwhelmed with that first track. I was like, you know, like, it's hard to, you know, hearing the Junkie XL Batman theme, you know, I wouldn't, you know, just hearing it without any of the context, without anything going on, like, the actual, like, action sequences and the themes and everything that actually play out in the movie, it was underwhelming for me because I have the, the, the Hans Zimmer Batman theme still in my head, you know, and then, you know, and then finally seeing BBS, I was like, this really works. I really like it. And that's kind of how I feel with the Danny Elfman score. Like there's that one song that I felt was like really underwhelming. And, you know, here we have the, I'm, I, I, I just think that I, you, you have a lot of good points and I definitely this is an argument neither of us are going to win. It's kind of like a stalemate. You have right. really good points. I just, I think that it's up to what Joss had. He had the final word. And if they weren't, you know, maybe they just didn't get along. Maybe they're like creative differences. That's happened before too. Sam Raimi on Spider-Man 2, like, didn't like working with Danny Elfman. They had huge issues. And Danny Elfman has said, he's like, I don't think I ever want to, you know, score another film again with how horrible my experience was. And they worked together on so many films. Dark Man. Yeah. Quick did I think he did Quick and the Dead. Like he did a lot of like his scores. So I don't know. Like yes, Tom, you have a lot of points. So do you. Go ahead. No, I was saying so do you. You got a lot of good points too. Like, yeah, it's a stalemate because it was it was like we had a we had a music discussion. I won't talk about the topic, but in the in the last trailer breakdown, you and I had a discussion. I was like, dude, you're not gonna change my mind about it. Like we're in the like I'm not gonna change your mind. You're not gonna change mine. Like I see a lot of your points too. Just I don't know. I just I guess we'll I guess we'll see what happens. Like in, in once again, 19 days, right? Right, and you know we're gonna get the score for that. I think comes out November November 10th. Oh, by nice. visually, I'm definitely going to be doing that. Yep. There's just, I just want this film to be good. And, you know, if they had to lose a, a fabric like Junkie XL to make the film better, then, you know, so be it. So be it. It's like, it's like the runtime thing. You know, yeah, like, I would always is. wonder what the Junkie XL Justice League theme will be. But I'm not going to, after the movie comes out, I'm never going to think about it again. Unless the movie's horrific and the score I hate. But what that second. That second song I heard, I was like, "Ooh, I'm in. I'm so in." So I guess I'm gonna have to listen to that second song. I'll 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 send it to you in a private message away from our like usual chat page, so I don't spoil. So baby Kyle, don't have to see it. 
<laughs> Keep me clean. Shield my eyes. It's like it's uh, like Kyle doesn't want to find out that like Santa Claus isn't real. What? What? <laughs> what, what do you think? Easy, easy. Um, there are children listening to this. Yeah, you dick. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like that, Danny Elfman. That was a good conversation. I appreciate that. Yeah, for sure. Wow. That's why. That's why I wouldn't say anything before the show. I was like, oh, we're gonna argue. Yeah. Um. So the last, before we get into questions, I do want to say this. I am so happy with the marketing of Justice League. The posters, the TV spots, they are marketing this film. And we're not even like to the fever pitch yet. Like like right before the, the, the film comes out, a couple days, we're going to get like punched in the groin basically with all the marketing. And it's going to feel good. It's going to be a good time to be punched in the groin by Justice League. Kyle, you haven't seen none of the none of the posters, nothing yet, not even like nope. accidentally. Surprisingly, no. Because like, there is, a... I've gone to the movie theater like twelve times since the first trailer came out. I have not even seen any of the trailers. <laughs> Justin's here talking about how great the marketing is. It's been good. How is there no trailers before movies, though? Well. I just think that we, I had huge issues with the marketing for BVS. I was like, what movie are they trying to sell me here? Are they trying to sell me the fight between Batman and Superman? Are they trying to sell, are they trying to sell me, you know, Doomsday as the big baddie? Is Lex, like, what is, what are they trying to sell me here? Right, right, right. But Kyle's saying he's been in the movies like 12 times and he's yet to see a Justice League trailer before any of those movies. Yeah, but that's not anything like new though. Like, I remember going to see a bunch of movies right before Batman Begins and seeing zero trailers for Batman Begins in the theaters. All right. It's just for the print, whatever the the movie theater print has, it's what they're going to show. Fair. So, like, I'm surprised you didn't see it for Blade Runner. I thought that, I thought it was. So certain it was gonna get spoiled for me there, and it didn't somehow. I'm like, oh, wow. yeah, this is fine. Were you just gonna like stick your fingers in your ears and go? Da, 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 da. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was an empty theater too, sadly. There's like three people in that theater when I saw Blade Runner. Yeah, <laughs> I still see. Yeah, I hear it's amazing. Oh yeah, it's it's definitely worth seeing if, uh, if you're into that kind of movie, but. It made me kind of sad. I'm like, it's like this movie's been out for like three days, and there's three people in the theater. What's going on here? Uh, oh well. I mean, Ryan Gosling can't sell a movie. That's, that's, there's no news there. Can't sell a movie. He's not. If, it if, if that would have been Robert Downey Jr. playing the Ryan Gosling, that movie would have made like 500 million dollars. Sad thing is, he's really good in Blade Runner. Like, I'm not a Ryan Gosling fan, but I'm like, man, he did a good job in this movie. Hmm. He'd make a good Harvey Dent. I'll tell you that. Ooh. Yeah, I can see it. Um, but, oh, Tom, like, you've seen, like, some of the things, like the posters, photos. Yeah. Uh, uh, like, to, they're drunk. Sorry. To keep it, uh, to keep it clean for Kyle, uh, the, the posters are incredible. I, the, the... That Mondo, the Liebermejo Mondo one? Yep, that's exactly what I was gonna say. Yep. I just, I can't talk about them, so... Guys, if you haven't seen him, go out. Just type in Justice League posters into Google, and you will you'll have a, a good googling experience. I wow, yeah, I'm uh, 
I'm I'm totally impressed with the marketing as well, and I can't wait till we get closer and closer and we start getting a couple more little a little little bit of snacks before the movie, you know. Um. So let's get on to some questions. Let me pull those up real fast. Um, Tom, do you want to talk about some Patreon stuff before I get these up and running? Yeah, of course. Make sure you go to www.patreon.com forward slash podcast empire network. And there you can help us out for the low, low price of $1 a month. You can help us like pay some bills and do some fun stuff like go to cons where we can bring you some uh, some coverage. It, just all kinds of stuff like that. There's different tiers there that you can donate to. There's a $1, a $3, a 5 and a 10 Is that what it is? 10 Yes. And just www.patreon.com forward slash podcast empire network. All the info you can need is right there. And... Just it, it would really help us out if you if you listened to us and thought, hey, it would be really cool if I could help the boys out in some way. This is a way for you to do it. So I, I that's all I really want to say about it. I don't want to get too crazy with it, but let's get into some fan questions. Okay, from the Ulysses uh, at Classy Ulysses, positive buzz over China screenings thoughts. So I don't I, I think I might be the only one who's seen like that person tweet about. Uh, like they, they you are not. <laughs> do you not seem what? No, you said? are not the only one. Okay. So I guess there's like they showed like 30 minutes of Justice League to fans, and apparently like that it was so popular they had to show it again. Like it was a <laughs> lot of positive stuff that was going on with it. Um, they I don't know. Like we'll see. Like. 30 minutes, you know, if they would have said, you know, like, that's a, a huge chunk of the film. I don't know, like, if it was, like, a major action sequence. I don't know if it was, like, sizzle reel. I don't, like, there. there's a lot of things that I'm, I'd i like to know more about what that person said because they could have they showed, like, scenes from, you know, like, the major battles and everything. Of course, those are going to be, like, everyone's going to go apeshit over it. It's the more, like, quieter moments when it's just, like, between Bruce and... Uh, Diana, like, is the, how does the story like? That's the sort of thing. I'm, I'm, I'm glad there's some positive buzz um, with that. I, I really am. What do you guys think? I know Kyle, you're kind of like not in the loop, so haven't heard anything about this. There's a, there's a, a there's that when, earlier when I brought up Reddit. That's kind of what I was talking about. There's, there's kind of two different stories going on about what was seen. I believe it was Beijing where they showed it. Uh, but there's like two different stories, and I'm not going to get into it because that would be rude. If you want to go, you anybody can go to Reddit and just type in Justice League in the series. It'll bring you to all kinds of Justice League threads and subreddits and stuff. But uh, the, the feedback appears to be pretty positive, and that's, that gives me hope. I've, I've read both both of the theories, so, I mean, I don't really, you gotta take everything with a grain of salt that you read on Reddit, I know that's hard to believe for some people, but it's probably not true either or, I, I don't care, um, one of them is kinda, kinda mad at me, and the other one's like, okay, that could be really cool if that's it, so, 
I'm glad there's a positive buzz, and I look forward to seeing if one of those things actually uh, actually makes it into the film. Because I I don't know. I think it's interesting when you find something out beforehand and then get to see it. I don't know. But, well, just be, when if you're going to Reddit, make sure that you are scrolling with caution because there are spoilers for the film. Like, oh yeah, whole, pretty much the whole plot line of the film is already on. Uh, Reddit, and I refuse to be spoiled like I was with BBS with Superman dying, like that one sequence of him like being dead, like stabbed by the Doomsday, like the the Kryptonite spear. Um, I pretty much saw that like two nights before I seen BBS on Twitter. So you were so upset. Yeah, I was super pissed. You were so I like almost like you were like fury tearing up. I was like, I, they just spoiled it. They're like, what are you Ooh. talking about? Yeah. You almost spoiled it for me because you were so mad. You were like, I'm going to spoil it for everybody. <laughs> That's such a Joker thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> That's your one bad day. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Are you guys liking the TV spots? Especially the new international trailer from China. Ah, uh, yeah, love it. That was from Class of Ulysses as well. Um, yeah, absolutely. Love it. Marketing's on point. I'm really happy. Whoever they have in charge of marketing right now, keep them for the rest of the DCEU, ex- like, whoever they're doing it. Unless you want to hire I, us. Well, I, they could hire us. We do a better job. But yeah. I'm, I'm happy what I'm seeing. Very happy. Um, Katam, happy? Ditto. Um, Ulysses, uh, at Classic Ulysses, that's another best graphic Batman graphic novel. I'm going to start with Kyle. Hmm. What's your favorite Batman ca- graphic novel? The best Batman graphic novel, in my opinion, is The Lone Halloween. That's my favorite, too. Really? Uh, Dark Knight Returns for me, I've said it a hundred, but yeah, a bunch of times. A quadrillion times. Um, The Long Halloween, the way that they were able to, uh, use the calendar and calendar man and really have all the use a lot of the like villains as like the main story like felt like the godfather one and two meets batman meets a lot of amazing things so it's gone at all yeah i this big splash pages like batman uh fighting the joker on like a plane that was amazing i wish i had that book down in texas i want to read it now um you classy ulysses thank you for the questions we appreciate it this is from Matthew Salvatore at Salvatore underscore chief. Hey, man, I want to thank you for uh, sending us the Lego Batman stuff that you've been making. That's pretty cool stuff. Um, Indeed. Yes, yeah, so on how Superman comes back to life. Could the Codex play a role in his return? That's an interesting. I'll let Kyle kind of like, because you've issues with, like, how are they going to bring Superman back to, back to life? Especially since... Uh, like Metropolis, no, like they had a huge thing in like the Daily, the Daily Planet, like of Clark Kent's death. So I'm gonna let you kind of like. Do we know what happened to that healing chamber that Lex Luthor is using? Uh, Kyle just winked at all of us. <laughs> You've seen the all of it, haven't you? Conan healing chamber just in the middle of Metropolis somewhere. I'm just saying. Damn it, Kyle. 
<laughs> Alright, Kyle, shut the fuck up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wow, okay, yeah, no, I that's crazy. It's so it was like so it's it's so out there in the middle of everything. We just overlooked it, huh? If that comes to be like how they do it, I'm gonna I'm gonna punch cops straight like Like you spoiled it for me, you asshole, and you've seen nothing. It's so like right there though. It's right in front of your yeah. face the whole time. I mean, wow, Kyle, good observation, man. But to a second question, could the codex play a role in his return, Kyle? There's definitely a good possibility that it could happen because if I remember correctly, the codex was like made out of like pure Kryptonian DNA or something like that. Every Kryptonian right? DNA, right? Every Kryptonian DNA yes. is in there. So yeah, that that could definitely play a factor. Whether or not it will or not, I'm not I'm not certain it will, but it definitely could happen. Well, I'm like at the end of Man of Steel, didn't like Zod pretty much destroy everything Kryptonian, like the codex. Like, I remember him pretty much killing uh, Jor-El, right? Like, the like the memory of Jor-El was pretty the much The crystals destroyed. and shit, yeah. I don't know if that was destroyed or not. I guess I'm going to have to rewatch Man of Steel soon. Yeah, watch that and tell me, Kyle. That's just, a good excuse. Just watch it tonight. You're not, watch, watch it. you're not watching Walking Dead tonight, and Game of Thrones is around. What else? I was going to watch Stranger Things, but I guess I'll watch Man of Steel instead. <laughs> Just gotta watch like the last thirty minutes of Man of Steel. <laughs> Skip through. You just gotta four. get like four TVs. It's cool. <laughs> I got three. Does that count? Yeah. There you go. Okay. Um. Let me see if there's any more questions. Thank you, Matthew Salvatore at Salvatore Chief, for your question. Cedric has a question. Yeah. With Destro in his own movie, what would your pitch be from the story to the villain, and would Batman appear? Uh, Tom, take it. Oh, dude. I, I'm going to go back to kind of like what I was talking about earlier with Deathstroke. I want to see like a John Wick style Deathstroke movie, and I don't even care if Batman's in it. I could totally see like us getting a Deathstroke, maybe half ass origin story with like a bunch of bunch of action leading up to his arrival to being like a mercenary in Gotham. That could be pretty cool. And I just want to see like insane action and really uh, like disciplined martial arts and in like sword work. And I want to see all that. And I don't care if Batman's in it or not, honestly. So I, I, don't, I, I don't care if Batman's in it either. I would like to see like a term like Terminator One style Destro where he's like the bad guy throughout. Yeah. You just take it out. Like I don't want to see Destro be a good guy. I don't like that. I don't like it when you take the villains and you kind of make them anti heroes or heroes. Like you kind of like I don't want that for this character. I want I wanna hate Destro. I wanna be like, fuck that guy. I can't wait for Batman to beat his ass. Like like Kylo Ren. Like, Kylo Ren straight up killed Han Solo, and I want to watch Chewbacca just punch the shit out of Kylo Ren. That's all I want. If that doesn't happen with The Last Jedi, I'm not, I'm, I don't know if I'm seeing the, the next one. So what I want to see. Wow. Yeah. That was Kyle Han Solo was killed by the sun. He was. You're right. Calm down. It's okay. You're getting a vein. You're a vein in your. He has to avenge his death. The vein, Justin. Calm down. 
É mais do ano um. Esse que eu não sou. I'm winner. <laughs> what do you want to see out of Deathstroke movie, Cap? I mean, if we were just kind of talking plain here, I would say, give me just, give me the raid, put Deathstroke in it, just have him kill everybody, and then we're all good. But uh, if, if it's, if I don't want to see it tie into any of like the other characters, like I don't want to see Batman. But if we have to tie it into someone else, I think it'd be kind of cool if they use it to like tie into Nightwing in a way. Ooh. I think that'd be kind of a cool like kind of mix up there like not very heavily involved like maybe just like a really brief thing at the end or the beginning or something but that that's it i want to see i want to see him train i'm just sorry for saying that now that you said that i i had a i had a best you kyle i want to see sure. destro train red hood at the end of that movie i had to jeez think about that time whoa like obviously bruce trained uh, Red Hood, but to have like, like that kind of like fucked up Padawan learning experience, like a Sith Lord, like kind of. I don't know why I keep talking. You're Last really Star Warsy today, man. <laughs> this is Shanley on Batman. I thought I was the Star Wars nerd here. Yeah, it's all about. I I watched the La the Force Awakens the other day. I was like, you know what? I kind of like this movie now. Let's uh let's turn the tables on uh on Cedric and go go to go to Twitter Cedric and at Shanley and on Bat let us know what you want to see out of this Deathstroke movie and for anyone else out there that has a uh, a cool little fanfic idea uh like hashtag Shanley and on Batman and like hashtag fanfic on it or something and. And like, just let us know what your ideal death or yeah, Deathstroke movie is, man. Like, that'd be cool. I thought you were gonna say Deadshot for a second. Or Deadshot. I don't care. Prince. Deathstroke, Deadshot. They wear masks. They have armor. You know, colors, colorful guys. You know, it's cool. <laughs> so that's gonna be it for episode one hundred one. So if you want to hit us up on the interweb highway, make sure you go to www.channelnotbatman.com. Go to www.podcastempirenetwork.com. We got Drew Keys. He's been writing a lot of stuff. Yeah. We got some views coming in for Justice League. Um, make sure that you you hit up our Twitter, Facebook pages. Um, Shannon on Batman. Shannon on Batman Culture is part of our little family now. Um, for Facebook, uh, Twitter, Shannon on Bat. As Tom said, you can find me on Twitter at Batman Shannon. You can find Tom on Twitter at Batman Base Slap. And you can find Kyle on Twitter at Stay Tuned Kyle. Uh, you just ruined, ruined Kyle's at. Do it again. <laughs> I exist, guys. I swear. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yep, we've done see, it. You, you you can you can find Kyle at Looting Kyle, right, Kyle? Yes. Awesome. Episode one hundred and one is in the bag. Thanks a lot, guys. I am the